Hey, y'all, this is E. Happy Monday to you. I just want to give you a quick heads up that this episode is recorded on Sunday, March 12th, 2023. We wanted to disclose that because there's been a whole lot of information that's come in regarding SVB since the time of this recording. That said, it's still fun. It's very informative. So without further ado, let's get to it. Enjoy the show. Media activated. Welcome to Wave of the Few Shore, a.k.a. WFS. We are a panel discussion show amongst friends covering a few wild articles and happenings around the web or the world, mostly rooted in trends, society, news, and culture, with a dash, a sprinkle, a touch of comedy. Uh, This week, we'll be covering a mom whose stepson is her daughter's father, or as the streets call it, baby father, baby daddy drama. (laughs) the Ariel Foster scandal, and the SVB collapse. But before we get into those, how y'all doing? Doing really good, man. It's good to come here during the day. had a good breakfast with my friends. Yeah. little shout out to uh, Piedras Negras de Noche. It's a cafe that's by my parents' house. Always good. Nice, nice. I gotta check that out. What kind of food? Mexican. Oh yeah, hey, I'm good. I wasn't sure, you know. I don't. I'm not, I, I know some Spanish words though. <laughs> man, I'm I'm doing all right. I'm tired. You tired? I'm tired, man. I'm tired, boss. I'm tired, boss. <laughs> I am not. The ca- the caffeine is kicking in, so I just had some coffee and donuts with you two fine gentlemen in our uh, pre show pre show prep and all that good stuff. So, uh, you got any gratitude, love, anything you want to? spread shout outs um shout out to my mom um we went to the spurs game on friday spurs played the denver nuggets and it was a good time i bought the ticket she bought the drinks probably should have did that the other way around because i think she came out in the red more than i did (laughs) (laughs) uh but it was a good time man it was a lot of fun i hadn't like gone out with my mom like you know a little like mother-son date and probably 10 12 years in a long time it was fun it was a good time so shout out to mom thanks for going and riding with me and spurs won so go spurs go it's always good gsg that's it i just wanted to shout out my friends that i went to breakfast with this morning we don't get together a lot but when we do it's always just like old times so we're there just celebrating uh had a birthday this week celebrating my buddy getting engaged too so just success all around it's been nice 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 i'm gonna shout out uh the chasm crew for getting together in the wee hours last night and doing a little bit of prep for 2023. We've got a lot of moves we're trying to make. I'm just really excited, man. I thank y'all for, you know, doing what you do, being thank a part you. of the journey. Thank you, man. It. Yeah, it's it's always fun, baby. It's always fun. Yeah. All right, so we had a little cleanup from last week. So we, we've been wanting to do this for the longest time. We would say, yeah, we got to follow up on that. We got to follow up on it. And then we never do. So we had the, uh, the real estate topic last week or sorry, the week before. And we were trying to figure out whether or not, um, you have to disclose a crime before selling a house. And our man Trey took the lead on that. So what'd you find, man? So just Texas-based. So apparently the rules for this kind of differ state by state because that's the way America works. Uh, But according to the Texas Property Code, sellers aren't required to disclose deaths on properties that result like from natural causes or suicides or accidental like deaths. But um, if there are murders uh, in there, that doesn't fall in those categories. So they're supposed to disclose that. But uh, the Deceptive Trade Practices Act may require uh, that un- unrelated conditions from the murder or like the the nitty gritty parts of it mm-hmm. you know, don't get disclosed. Mm-hmm. You'll just you're just told like yeah there was a murder on this property. It's like oh yeah no this guy chopped up seventeen different people and had their body parts hanging from the ceilings like they don't have to tell you that part. Oh wow, yeah <laughs> they just have to let you know that people you know there were murders on the property. Hey, but it's got a new roof though. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
That is that is very Texas, isn't it? It's a twenty year <laughs> roof, man. You're gonna pass up a twenty year roof? Like, come on, man. <laughs> Impact so, resistant. It's a deal of a lifetime. Yeah, dude. It's got solar. <laughs> you know, them little uh, Tesla Tesla panels. So Texas, you don't have to really say anything. Not I'm not not really not really. That's yeah, crazy. something happened here. Are you comfortable with the purchase? Wow, <laughs> that's that's kind of wow. That's about it. So, I mean, I, I shouldn't be surprised, but I am. I don't know why. Just think, y'all got the gears turning in my head last night, and I found a website that will tell you if somebody died in your house. And there's a little there's a little charge on my bank statement. This is diedinhouse.com right now. <laughs> so for twelve dollars, you too can also get a public report on anybody that's lived and died in your house. And mm. happy to say, nobody's died in my house. There's people associated with my house that have died, but not in the house. Not that they know of. So. <laughs> not that's been reported. Yeah. You, know, so. you got that part in the back where the foundation was like, it's been ripped it's up a little, little bit, weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's that part of the ground that's soft. So, so. Rose bushes. Died in house isn't just referring to, like, murders and things. It's if somebody died in a house, period. Natural yeah. causes, gas leak, whatever. Yeah, you just get a, you get a consolidated PDF of that and other information in your neighborhood. Um, but yeah, I just. I just paid 12 bucks for it, and it just gave me all this information. It's uh, crazy. Yeah, I found that the lady I get mail for is dead, so rest in peace, lady. Yeah, man, I'm it's sorry sad. to hear that. Yeah. That is sad. But um, hopefully not in my house, because I don't have time for ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah, this is, this is crazy. I'm scanning the site right now. So if you don't know that, dear listener, you can also just take that back into your own hands, and if you ever get disclosed some information, you can just go to one of these websites and get that information. There you go. Or if you feel like your house has been making weird noises and you want to know why. <laughs> Things that go bump in the night. You can do your research. Yeah. Do your research. As always, do your research. All right. So, uh, so man, I told you I was tired. <laughs> so, daylight savings just rolled back last night or rolled yep. forward, spring forward. Yeah, one hour. I'm tired of this, man. <laughs> I'm 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 tired of this. There's no reason. I I was up. I think we got off our call like 12:30. Yeah. Last night I yeah. went and cleaned up the kitchen a little bit. Uh, got my stuff ready for today. It was like 1:45 by the time I finally laid down. I like laid down, turned sports center on, went to the restroom, came out. It was three o'clock. Wow. Like man. Wow. And it was three o'clock. Just like that. It was three o'clock. I wanted to get up a little earlier. And do some stuff. I got probably six hours of sleep last night. So my kids, I mean, my kids woke up at 8.30 instead of 7.30, I guess. But uh, I just don't understand it. We've been doing daylight savings time since since 1918, 105 years. And I feel like it is completely outdated. Maybe it makes a little bit more sense back then. You didn't have like streetlights and stuff. Uh, But I think it's completely outdated. And you have states like Arizona that don't even do it anymore. Yeah, yeah, because they they fall in that sweet spot where stuff doesn't really change for them in terms of like daylight and stuff. I I heard that, and I I think it was on the We're Not Wrong podcast because they talked about this a little bit. I thought Arizona was a state where half the state was in DST and the Mm. other half isn't, which which is crazy. And then apparently, I've I've always heard that it had to do deal with farmers, Mm. and so apparently that's not true. It has nothing to do with agriculture people. I mean, they've, they've got chickens. The chickens will wake them up regardless. They've yeah. got their own internal, or sorry, the, not the chickens, the roosters. But they've got their own internal clock, which, I, again, I'd always heard that it was for that, but apparently that it's just some bull jive. No, nah, man, I think, would say. I think it's all trash, garbage, garbage, man. It's just, <laughs> you it speak French. No <laughs> garbage, chase lounge. <laughs> Sorry. Just it makes no sense, man. Yeah, I, I don't think it makes any sense. And I think as a as a you know, not not even a country, like as a generation of people all across the world. There are countries that don't do it. Yeah. All over the world. Countries that used to that no longer do it. I think we all kind of need to get on the the same page with this and just let it be eight o'clock when it's eight o'clock, whether the sun is up or not. Right, right. Like doesn't make sense to me. Like I think it was uh, Andrew Heaton on that podcast I referenced that said it had to do with business. Yeah, I was reading that. Like, it was a way to get people to shop longer, go out and shop longer. While the sun's out. Yeah, but if in today's day and age, half of us don't even go anywhere to shop, first and foremost. Like, if I want something, 
I just order it on Amazon. It'll be right. here tomorrow. Right. So it's, it just doesn't make any sense anymore. I and then the entertainment does. industry I heard was the other part of it because they, they like rolling back because the entertainment industry is like, if you're at home, you get to watch more stuff and whatever. Go out to sporting events. It'll still be light out, I guess, but it's just a different day and age, man. Everybody's got lights. Everybody's got headlights. You can see where you're going. Most of them. Yeah, My wife yeah. can't drive at night, but she's got to. So, <laughs> well, you know, and it, and we're we're living in a choose your own adventure society for a lot of things, you know. So, I don't think I don't think me having to get up an hour earlier or go to bed an hour earlier is going to like really make or break anybody's business anymore. Just let things be as they are, natural. I would prefer it actually. Next time we roll back, leave it at that rather than spring forward. I just, I don't want them even to roll back again next time. Let's just leave. Look, we spring forward. It is what it is. Leave it alone. I just like that it gets dark a little earlier, personally. So, See, and I'm the opposite. I like yeah. it when it gets dark later. I like the inverse. Yeah. yeah. There's more daylight to burn, and I feel like more stuff gets done. Like, I get off work at 6 o'clock. I can still cut my grass when yeah. I get home, you know, instead of waiting for the weekend. Hmm. Interesting. So, I've, I've just been quiet because I'm trying to find this guy, and I'm going to have to follow up with this another time, but there's some crackpot guy that thinks there's more than... 24 hours in a day because of some weird five-dimensional or six-dimensional space thing. Of course. He says, like, four days running the same day because of the way the sun is hitting two different parts of the polarity and, like, time is an illusion. I don't know. <laughs> time is an illusion. <laughs> Are we going to start talking about interstellar? It's something like that. But the dude, the dude is just, like, just very, very court about it. And he's just like, listen, everybody, see with your eyes. And it's just like, I don't, I don't understand this. <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to follow up on that one for sure. But, yeah, time is... Uh, Either way. All right. If we follow the sun, if we don't follow the sun, our bodies follow a certain rhythm. So it is still a very um, jarring thing to get thrown forward or backward. Yeah, I think it's just let it go, man. Let Now, I feel like it takes people more time to adjust. Like, it's not a one-day adjustment. Like, it's going to take you a week to get used to the time change. For sure. Yeah. 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 It was already getting dark later, uh, just at that time of the year. Yeah, whether the time is. goes forward or backwards or left or right, whatever you want to call, call it, man. I just feel like at some point, if we did like get rid of it, there'd be like a a sundown at two p.m. because we didn't move stuff around. <laughs> that's <True>. like <laughs> right? problem for the next. That's problem for the next generation. Whatever. Where's the big rich? That's Alaska. So speaking yeah, that's of, Alaska. Yeah, speaking of generations. Yeah, let's roll into this uh, baby. Oh, baby father geez. drama. Oh, what is this drama? <laughs> so. This is an article from The Atlantic entitled, Dear Therapist, my daughter's brother is actually her father. Damn. So somebody who is anonymous wrote into The Atlantic to Lori Gottlieb, who's the person who is the therapist. And the Cliff Notes version is that the father got a vasectomy. He had two adult children. He got remarried. And with the new wife, they wanted to have children. So because it had been so long, his procedure was irreversible. So they asked his son, her stepson, to donate, and he agreed. Mm-hmm. So they figured, you know, it's that th- their logic in doing this was, okay, well, it's in the family. It should look like him because you know it's his son right mm. all the genetics at play etc whatnot well here's a thing skip <laughs> <laughs> she's feeling guilty about it obviously so 30 years 30 years this this young lady's 30 years old it's a long time to keep 18 years 18 years and no, i'm playing <laughs> <laughs> she got one of his kids <laughs> and on the 30th birthday she found out <laughs> That was his brother. Right, right, right. So they want to, they're, they're considering telling her. And so she's writing in to kind of, I guess, I don't know if she's asking for advice, advice, or it's just like, hey, here's a thing that I'm going to do, I intend to do, and I wanted your thoughts on it, whatever. And so, yeah, 30 years, you find out that your brother is actually your father. And the person, the, the uh, therapist who wrote back, I wanted to actually read this verbatim. She had some great uh, feedback. Um, I'll start at the beginning. I'm glad that you and your husband have decided to tell your daughter the truth. As you think about how the 
how to have an honest conversation. Keep in mind that there are two truths your daughter will be absorbing simultaneously. First, the person she calls her brother is her biological father. And second, the people she calls her parents have deceived her for 30 years. It's two things. Like, like just stop right there. Yeah. That's, you know what I'm saying? Just stop right there. That's deep. That's just objective truths here. That's not like any kind of way to spin. That's not like, that's what's happening. That's what happened. You know, I kicked this article around to a few friends because I, you know, I wanted to get their their thoughts on it. And one of my friends is like, well, if it's a donor, it's not too bad. Um, I said I sent it to a, my cousin out in Vegas. She was like, ew, gross. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I kind of lean more in that, in that camp because, I mean, they didn't have yeah. relations or anything like that. I but, don't know, uh, man. I would have well, well, that's how depending that's on how that stepmom looked. I might have had one. No, no. <laughs> I might have no. had one requirement. <laughs> might have been stuck in a washer. You don't know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'll stop. Box. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack here, but you know what? That's 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 mostly everybody's first kind of uh, thought. Yeah. yeah, like yeah, that's that's where they go. At least guys. Yeah, for sure. Like, really? Weird? Like, like, they start looking at the dad, you start looking at the mom, you start checking for, like, pineapple tattoos and stuff. Like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh-huh. no, but my, I had a quagmire thought. You know, it's almost like when you ask that, that you lay out the situation, mm. you know, when they ask, okay, was it a donor or natural? It's like when quagmire was like, when the person said they were transgender, and he's like, post a pre-op. <laughs> straight to the point. There'll be yeah. some people that will just like blatantly ask, and then they'll ask the kid who's affected by it too. So like, yeah, that's. I mean, that's yeah. probably what goes into keeping that secret for thirty years, though. You got to think about all those, yeah, people like us in the world. Yeah, yeah, there's man. A, there's a circle of trust involved with keeping something like that from somebody. And but in that article too, it points out that there's like a Jungian philosophy, like Carl Jung. Um, he says the secrets in a family are like poison and it spreads. And yes. it's true because mm-hmm. yeah, it broke man. down the concept of like the parents are lying. The son has to lie and keep up either the illusion with his wife or he has her in on it too. And she has to lie also. also so it's mm-hmm. a, it's something that everybody has to voluntarily do in order to keep up the illusion. It, one of the things that <clears throat> the person who wrote in said, our daughter is 30 now. Yeah. How do we tell her that her father, in quotes, is her grandfather, her brother, in quotes, is her father, her sister, in quotes, is her aunt, and her nephew, in quotes, is her half brother? Yeah. You know, yeah, and then and then think about think about the blowback. And the, the therapist says this, you know, if her brother's married, does his wife or you know know? Yeah, that he's the, got a kid. That, I mean, even the sister, yeah, even even the oh, sorry, well, I get yeah, the her kid, the, yeah, aunt, the aunt, sister, yeah, the the, the sister aunt, the son, <laughs> <laughs> the brother and the and the son, the you brother know. and the son. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. I'm saying, you know, how does how does their partner feel like that? Does the sister know? Yeah, she's got to know. Yeah, there's got to be something, or there is going to be a house of cards that falls. That's the other scenario. Man. So, but yeah, the therapist just lays it out. Just tell them, expect emotional responses, and don't make it about yourself. Let them have their moment to have those feelings. The, the one, heavy. the one thing I thought of, I was talking to a, a buddy of mine about it, and I was like, you know, are you doing this because you want to feel better about yourself? I mean, I, I hate to be a jerk or or, or wish anything ill. That is. Mm-hmm. On the family, but is the dad dying? Is this why you want to say something? Yeah, trying yeah. to like get all those secrets off of your deathbed. Don't want to take those secrets to the grave type of deal. Yeah, well, and and it's like if she's really close with her true, her true grand, truly her grandfather. You know, is yeah. if, if it's going to destroy her that you know dad's terminal. It's like, well, actually, grandpa's terminal, <laughs> grandpa's terminal, grandpa. You know, old folks go. Well, grandpa you know, died a long time ago. No, sweet like, like here you go, here you go. This is actually your dad. So, hey, go out back and play catch. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You you know how like your favorite brother, like that's the one you favor in Mario Kart and like Mario Party, <laughs> and you all play chess and can't beat each other. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know how like you finish each other's sentences and stuff. Well, just sit down, sweetheart. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it, that's crazy, man. I, I I couldn't imagine. I yeah. just couldn't imagine this. Well, yeah, you gotta. 
you got to think like once that once that kind of once that hammer drops there's a big wave at the end of that too like got to see what all gets kicked up and stuff and it could be something that strengthens the family or divides it honestly there's only two ways it can go yeah i was about to say those are the only two routes that you have on that man yeah. it's either going to bring you together or push you apart um yeah 30 years is a long time to keep that secret but also it's a good you know, you're getting into the the realness of your life. I think I don't think you really get into the the depth of your life until you really start to hit about thirty, right? So you don't understand who you are. Your whole twenties is like searching for purpose and finding yeah. yourself, right? So maybe it's just that time in her life where she's comfortable with who she is and has a rock solid foundation. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's time to tell. Yeah. You know, um, or it could be the other inverse effect. Hey, pops is just trying to get some stuff off his chest before. He kicks the bucket or or mom, you know, in that regard, whoever it is, you know, just trying to clear the air or maybe the maybe the the brother, father, uh, <laughs> the brother, the brother is tired of tired of keeping <laughs> these things. Uh, you know, yeah, he's like, I want my kids to play my son and my daughter. I don't like I don't know. Uh, I don't know really what the dynamic oh, is, but that is a I, like I got some family dynamics, you know. <laughs> yeah man that's that's a crazy father for father dynamic. brother brother the brother <laughs> oh brother oh brothers uh. <laughs> oh uh, man the brother so yeah there's a lot there man i think uh i think either if somebody knows or doesn't know that's still 30 years that's a long time to keep a secret yeah, man. 30 years of secrecy yeah man that's a that's a super duper long time as uh barney would say Super dee duper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Disney, I think Disney keeps the secrets better, maybe like in the vaults. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody, nobody's beats Prince's vault. <laughs> oh yeah, Prince's secret vault of yeah, forty man. years worth of stuff. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah, Prince yeah. has the vault. <laughs> yeah, that that thing, that secret's probably in that vault. Like you have to just get it out. <laughs> Prince knew. Yeah, Prince knew. <laughs> he was like, "Now it's time for you to purify yourself in the vault." Not playing. <laughs> Shout out to Prince. Yeah, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Oh, man. Well, we can run away from that one. <laughs> I would. I would run away from home after that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm running away. You have your own house. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, let's <laughs> switching gears just a just a tad bit, man. Uh, she's a fraudster. She's a track star. Oh, she gonna run man. away. <laughs> run away, run away. <laughs> I need some coconuts, man. So I can do a little... <laughs> Yeah. Shout out to Monty Python in, in a uh, quest for the Holy Grail, or what is it? Yeah, yeah, it is okay. the Holy Grail. Yeah, yeah. where you so, guys go? Go ahead, Trey. So y'all um, saw that article on Ariel Foster? Yeah, yeah, man. That's, that that's, <laughs> that uh, it's like, man, that's crazy. But what? I'm also like a little upset that her hustle got blown. <laughs> like, what a hustle, bro! <laughs> so for people that don't know, there's 19 year old uh, LaSalle University student. Stole uh, more than or is accused of stealing um, half a million dollars in a credit card scam. Hmm. Uh, So she worked at the mall um, at a jewelry store. And basically, she was like refunding transactions Mm -hmm. to herself. Yep. uh, Pocketed $547,000. Yep. Um, So now you got this. Nobody, I guess, thought to raise questions when the 19-year-old started buying. I guess that's where the questions came from. Brand new Tesla. Drop forty grand on a Tesla, straight <laughs> cash. We don't go to Miami, right? <laughs> we don't go to right. Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> got me, a, got me nice Louis V purses. You know, the flyest freshman. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. They the said they said she had uh, Tesla for thirty five k. She spent more than twenty k at a, on a hotel in Maui. Yeah. See, that's some hood rich stuff, right? Yeah, like a month, you get a maybe. bunch of money. Yeah, you get a whole bunch of money. You just start balling out. That's how you attract attention. That's exactly how you attract um, attention. Hawaii. Oh, sorry, that was Hawaii. Yeah, and then almost six k on Delta Air tickets and nearly five k on Louis Vuitton items. Come you on, can at man. least fly American. <laughs> see, see, my <laughs> South A man. You go to Southwest, your bags fly for free up the two, baby. She didn't care. It's <laughs> true. That ain't my money. See, see, like she didn't even she didn't even scam right. Like you don't go and flash all that money. You know you gotta you gotta do a low key, move some stuff around, wash your money a little bit. I know I sound like I'm 
trying to plan my next uh, Ozark season. No, but that's really what you got to do, though. And then if you really want to be business-minded with it, you don't go blow a lot of that money. You hash things out. You get some things set up, a couple of accounts, a yeah. couple of uh, investment accounts. Yeah, man. And then you can be 22 and disappear forever. Yeah, man. And she's 19 years old. Yeah. College student up there in Boston. Jacked her life up, man. Jacked her life up. Yeah. So uh, she worked at a jewelry store at the Burlington Mall. So that's where she got all this money from. It wasn't like she just, you know, charged up Target. Because Target was going to notice. I mean, it takes a lot yeah. to get half a mil. But you talk about jewelry. That can that must be a nice jewelry store. Yeah, to, to miss a half a million dollars. A half dollars. a mil, yeah. Yeah, bro. I mean, that's that's heavy. So, I mean, we we kind of alluded to it earlier, but the police chief even said, and I quote, I greed, <laughs> he said, greed took over. Yeah. I don't know how else I would classify it. He says, when I saw the age, I was surprised that as well. And when I first saw the amount, I thought it was a mistake. I mean, she did a great job for a while of getting that money. But as he said, she got greedy. She started going and balling out, showing off all her stuff. I mean, we live in a in the digital era, man. Everything's got a trail. I mean, and then she's 19 years old, so she's probably, you know, doing things for the gram. She if she if mm. she's using FB, she's on FB. Yeah, dude, she's putting it out there for sure. Yeah, man. Checking in the places. She might be on B Real. Look at my meal. Could B Real's a, a new so I say new, but social media uh site where you put like one picture up a day. Okay. Yeah. Like of, of you is, just doing something. Yeah, just jet setting, doing something yeah. with, a, with a Louis bag. Like yeah. Exactly. It's like, wait, wait, wait. And then and then you know, people probably I don't know where she's from. I'm making some assumptions now. This is just ease assumption, but you know, if she's from a place where she didn't, they didn't have a lot of money. People see her stunting all of a sudden on yeah, IG. They start asking questions. Yeah, and sorry, stunting is showing off. Um, <laughs> 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 but you know, you're up there on IG, the gram, uh, TikTok, doing YouTube video. Well, she probably wasn't on YouTube, but you get the point. She's out there on social media, yeah. probably showing off her stuff, and then her friends are like, "Hold on, you didn't even get a you didn't even get a scholarship. How do you have this?" Yeah. Yeah, the YouTube channel is called My Scammer Life. <laughs> hey, you know what, though? You play around. She might have an MTV show. And this might be on right after 16 and Pregnant. True Life, I, I think... scammed the jewelry store. Does MTV even do anything anymore? All I do is see ridiculousness play on, like, repeat. If you ever get on I think it's Rob Deirdrick's channel now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude, I haven't sure. watched MTV in... Since they stopped playing videos in 2002. Yeah, it's probably... <laughs> man, I... the Wow. It has to be 17 years, probably, since the last time I really watched MTV, if even, me, if even that short. Even back then, it was still just reality shows. Right. Well, they kicked it off with the real world. I mean, that's just that's just sad. It is sad. She just jacked her entire her life, up, life up over this. Now, I didn't see, like, I didn't see whether or not she... Uh, like, what the... I know there's she's being charged with larceny, but I don't see, like... If there's gonna be, like, what the sentencing would be for that? I mean, I imagine she's going to jail. She's 19 years old. Yeah, half a million dollars. You're gonna go to jail for for quite some time. I'd That's say all. maybe 10. Man, what do you think? 10 years, 20 years? See, I don't know. It, it, I don't know if if Boston or Massachusetts is a. Do you have any priors? You know, because mm. some place, because some place, especially like California, if you have any priors. Or I guess that's really anywhere, you know, that they kind of take that into account. You know, that like the whole three strikes law they had back in the nineties when, you know, we were when we were kids, they had the three strikes thing. So I mean, realistically, she couldn't have gone away with it more than just a year unless she like disappeared. Yeah. That's what you gotta do with that money. You set it up, spread it out a little bit, get it to multiply a little bit, and then you just you're gone. Then you just be gone. Half a million bucks, turn it into three meals, just disappear. You don't have to steal the whole three mil. Just use it to fund your escape. Get yourself a crypto wallet. Get yourself another identity. Okay. What? I'm taking a turn on this. All right. What would you do? What would I do? If I had the money in my account already, like checks cleared, like this is my life right now at this time, um, I disappear. I definitely disappear. I'm gone. Yeah, I could do remote WFS, but you know, <laughs> from, that'd be it. <laughs> Every time we get on to do the show, car's going to be all. This is car. How's it going? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I want the voice effect. You can just do it yourself. Like, <laughs> so I'll tell you. yeah, I'll tell it's you. It's got like twelve roadcasters. Yeah, it'd be a. 
I'd be like in a private studio in a bunker somewhere in another country for sure. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, I'd send, I'd send my family letters telling them I'm not dead, but I'm dead just so they don't tell anybody. Yeah. And then just send them care packages. <laughs> and then uh, probably my dog would have to fake her death too. That would suck. The name is Carson Thomas. Yeah. Yeah, I could actually go by Carson. Yeah, yeah Carson Thomas. Jesus. <laughs> so just um, living in quick little touchback. So depending on certain things, like the level of larceny, like if it's low levels, you're talking a couple thousand dollars. You're normally looking at anywhere from some months to a couple years. But once you get into those high level, more extreme cases, uh, prison sentences can range between like five to 20. 20? Yeah. And being that, like on this side I'm at right now, um, criminaldefenselawyer.com, like it's talking like, well, things up to the range of one hundred and fifty to $200,000. She doubled that. Yeah. <laughs> tripled that. Yeah, I was so, going to say, that's triple. I think she uh, uh, nearly tripled. Yeah, I think she spent her youth. That's yeah. the thing. Like at, yeah, the, at the cost man. of her youth now, like she had a she had a great year. She I want to like, know what her major was. If her major was like financial or accounting or something, like no, you want to change career paths. Yeah, you can. You might, you might, you might want to check out kinesiology. <laughs> no, no offense to those doing kinesiology, but they ain't gonna let you near a check checkbook ever again. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a little sad, but also she just had a great run too. Yeah, so, it's a like, good run. I just wow, really, guys. If it was, track star had a great run. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah. if it was me, that money would be in four to five different separate accounts. One of them would be an investment account, and I would have. I'd be gone. I'd got to buy gone. property. Got to buy crypto. Yeah, you gotta you gotta I'd move be, that money around. Yeah, you gotta throw move it some around. Switzerland. <laughs> that, <laughs> Everybody talks about Switzerland, man. You got to do it. You yeah, gotta move that money not, around. Yeah, it's got to be gone. You can't just <laughs> you know have it up in your security service hey, savings right. account you open when you was eleven. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Because they're gonna look at your trends and go, huh? She went from this to this in no time. Yeah, uh, I think you just have to leave the country for good because the moment you come back. As if they figure out that you put roots down somewhere else, like the IRS is going to show up. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yep. And you know the IRS is going to come. Yeah. They oh, already yeah. Knew. They already knew from the jump. Like once the, the person and the number changed dramatically, that probably kicked on some sort of flag for them. Fun yeah. fact for you guys. Did you know when it comes to financial crime? So you heard of everybody knows the Secret Service. Mm-hmm. The Secret Service, yes, their job is to protect like politicians and of the president, obviously, and the yeah. vice president. But their other job. They do financial crimes, so they're the they're the arm of the law for like the IRS and stuff. Yeah, so yeah, kind of. I mm. I watched um, or watched, excuse me. I listened to Darknet Diaries. It's been a minute since I've listened to it, but my favorite episode. Uh, I'll, I'll have to send you guys the link. It's called The Carter, and it talked about a guy who was doing a bunch of uh like a, a credit card scam ring online, yeah. and so that whole episode tracks this dude, this Russian cat, who was had all these pop up websites. And so the, the the Secret Service was following this dude, mm. and they ended up catching him. I think in like the Maldives when when it was all said and done. Damn. Yeah, man. And it was it was just a crazy story. But I yeah. never knew that. So depending on how much weight, and I say weight like she's selling drugs, but depending on how much you know she was, she would have got moving had she not gotten caught. She probably would have popped up on their radar. Maybe. Yeah, it just depends on like where the money flows and everything. But you have to. You have to really think about where your money is going to get spent once you find your new acquired wealth. Because like, how can you get away from the capitalist big ent- entity that we are in America? Yeah, that's true. Like you're not gonna you're not gonna buy anything. Like, right. And then when you come from nothing, he said it's so rich. You come from nothing, you got all that money. You just want to get stuff you never able to get. Yeah, yeah. want to do the things I can never do. And that's my assumption. Like I don't I don't know. She could have come from a good family. That's why you know whatever she's so smart. Whatever. I mean, you can be smart and not come from a good family. Yeah. But my whole point is is like. To go and spend money like that is t- usually indicative of a person who's out there who who doesn't come from anything. Like when you watch all these athletes, yeah, these these rapper dudes, you know, they go out and they're like, okay, yeah, my first my first big paycheck as a star, I'm going to spend an absorbent amount of money. I got a mansion. I got five cars. I got all this other stuff. You know, you get a guy, conversely, an athlete like, um, like uh, Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard. I told you that story. The MacBook. Yeah, yeah. he's like, I bought a laptop. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then um, if you ever watch this podcast, I'm, 
I know you're not in the sports car. Yeah, yeah, not but, at all. But this the, the <laughs> Shannon Sharp podcast is great because he doesn't yeah. just talk to athletes. But in this one in particular, he had Chad Ochocinco. Okay. Chad Ochocinco mm, had a bunch of fake jewelry. All that mm-hmm. stuff wasn't real. Oh, wow. All that, yes. He, dude, he was very smart mm. with his money. He was like, look, I got to portray the image, but I'm not spending that yeah. money. Yeah, yeah. He was smart about it. Yeah, people. Kanye said it in. Uh, J. Cole said it. Went and bought a chain. I ain't even got a house yet. Yeah, the bonus. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah man. That's bonus, yeah. That's crazy. So, uh, think, uh Speaking yeah. of finances, man, what's yeah, up with the what's up with Silicon Valley Bank, man? So yeah, that's gone down as the second largest collapse since the first financial crisis we've had in the two thousands. So that's a really big deal. Um, I don't think anybody listening has an SVB de- debit card or anything like that. But I was gonna get one. I was gonna run a startup, but you know, <laughs> so there's not. that's the that's the big crux of it. Like a lot of startups had all their eggs in that basket. Uh, for some reason, Silicon Valley Bank was just really a hot hot zone for startups. Like, uh, there's a whole bunch of financial rules behind that uh, as to why things happened the way they did. But long story short, is that they couldn't cover the amount of money that every startup was pulling out over a time because they had set up their investments to try and get that money with venture capital. Wow. So you, you know how real estate's gone down. There's that, and I think they also had types of accounts that were compounding interest but with the uh with the rate change in in inflation that kicked on like those those initial accounts had kind of been devalued like they went from like 11% to like 7% on paper because of the way inflation worked mm. so those projected those projected uh income like profits uh, across 4 years were lower because oh. they were they were operating at a lower rate at that time, so they had two different ends of the system kind of backfire on them. You have everybody just trying to pull out their money once they kind of see that they're in trouble, and it creates like the perfect storm where the Fed kicks in and closes down the bank. And right now, a lot of companies are insured a very small amount of money in comparison to them if they had more money. So, like case in point, we got like Roku, and we have yeah. Roblox who had billions in the bank with them exclusively so yeah i'm not as well versed in this topic as you guys are but just doing some scanning i saw that roblox roku as you mentioned which i mean there's a roku tcl tv sitting right behind you um they're coming and take it back (laughs) (laughs) hey hey, actually they're probably like buy more please we hurting baby uh quotient uh is another there's another company so you have larger firms that are in there roku specifically said that they filed around 400 and sorry they said in a filing it had around 487 million held at svb you know what that uh insured you know the rate of insurance of the fdic is what 250k yeah like a week a week of payroll for maybe one branch yeah 250k is what they have insured out of that 400 and whatever million dollars that they had in there so all the rest of that money is just they don't know what's going to happen to it yeah, it's not insured. But the thing is, it was insured on paper, but for some reason, that's broken now. Like, yeah, some reason they fell out of the, uh, I guess, the standard for the for the feds to come in and bail them out. There was, um, now, forgive me, because I didn't save this article. I just scanned it, and I was like, oh, tidbit to knowledge. So in 2017, um, the federal government president at the time changed a lot of the rules to where <clears throat> once you got over... $50 billion in assets, you were insured for more yeah. through the bank, and he upped it to $250 billion. billion yeah, to, to get into that extra insurance range. and that, with Bravo, right? B? B, yeah. Okay. yeah. 250, uh, $250 billion with a B. Billions and billions <laughs> As Cat Williams said, you should be able to dollars. kill somebody when you say billion. <laughs> billion. <laughs> Go ahead, man. So they went from $27 billion in the first quarter of 2020 uh, to 128 billion by the end of 2021, yeah. uh, the bank did. Wow! So they would have been better protected under those previous laws had they not been changed. But the change that they made uh, during that time is one of the like adverse effects that we're dealing with now in this situation. Um, and like you, they could just print more money and devalue the dollar at that point. Like that's pretty much what's implied. Yeah. Like, yeah, we can cover it. It's going to be that money. But guess what? The dollar's going to go down because we had to make go make money. Wow. 
I mean, there's a whole bunch of wow. other financial things at play here that I think all of us involved don't really see the big underpinnings of it. But small businesses are affected. A lot of uh, kind of modular services for the internet are, are, are putting all their eggs in certain baskets. So there could be just a big, like they called it kind of an extinction event for startups. Yeah. So this is the way like a bubble pops in different kind of industries. And this one coincidentally was just a lot of tech. So this could be the catalyst for two things. It could be a bank run and it could be like a tech bubble burst. But this is like too soon to call. But I mean, come Monday, all those companies are insured that they're going to get at least 250 to be able to pay their people. Yeah. So I said deposits are insured up to 250K per depositor. Yeah. And then yeah. they said that like, is insane, dude. And, and I'm looking. I'm, well, I'm scanning. Um, so Roku, back to them, had just come off a fourth quarter earnings. Yeah. And they beat it with 867 milli. The expectations were 801 million. So still big number that's not going to be there. Yeah. They had a they had a fourth quarter loss of a dollar seventy per share versus a dollar seventy two anticipated. So yeah. that's I mean so that's that's better, right? So they gained more than they lost. And then these dudes had a partnership with Best Buy yeah. and its advertising business. Meanwhile, Roblox said in the filing approximately 5% of its $3 billion cash and securities balance was held at SBB as of February 28th, 2023. Yeah, that company's huge, but I wouldn't My expect My God, You said $5 billion? Or yeah, 5% uh, five, of $3 uh, three, billion. $3 billion, approximately 5% of its $3 billion cash in secu- securities. Still, so five percent of three billion, yeah, uh, aka a lot, a lot of money. <laughs> Just, yeah, it's over one hundred and fifty million dollars. If I'm doing, oh my gosh, doing my math correctly, you can't oh even do three billion gosh. on the no, you can't. I did three hundred million and then just added another zero to the number. <laughs> <laughs> I, did that. I did that math. Well, you know what I'm gonna do? Oh my gosh, man! All nines divided by zero five <laughs> times three. Oh, now give me an imaginary number. Six <laughs> E ten. What does that mean? Uh, to the tenth power. Yeah, oh, man, man no, no. That's, that's that much money. That's <laughs> uh, that's six. There's that's three. That's ten zeros behind the six. So that's six. That's a lot of money. Wow. So Vimeo had money there too. All space, these space to- company, Rocket Lab USA. I'd never heard of them, but I'm just I was scanning to see stuff that I knew off the top of my head, and I'm just man, I'm. I, this is terrible. Oh, Fubo. So streamer Fubo TV also filed to inform investors it didn't hold any deposit. Oh, never mind. Didn't they hold didn't. any. Yeah, Fubo said, we're good. We're good here. <laughs> yeah, this company is already getting into their business calls and be like, don't worry, guys. We didn't lose anything. We're not affiliated with them. But that's how big this is rippling across. Yeah, I heard about it on Friday. I was on the, the floor at work taking calls and there was just like people that know people in the bank. And it was, oh, yeah. it was just, it was, it was big. It was all over the Slack. Uh, oh yeah, dude. I saw, um, on my LinkedIn, a guy who had people who left, you know, my current employer and went over there. Yeah, they did. They took a and, lot of people. And they were like, Hey, you know, we, we feel for the people. Cause I mean, the regulators shut them down. Yeah. I know that. But, <laughs> so they, promised them, they promised them 90 days. That's a, that's a silver lining to that. You know, I wish I had that song queued up. We could have ended the pod with that. <laughs> doo, nah, doo, nah, doo, nah, man. Doo. Oh yeah, that's right. We're not we're on not, anchor. <laughs> Big things come with big things. Uh, well, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> no, but okay. So my thing is, I think this is going to cause like a ripple effect. Yeah. Everybody's going to go snatch their monies mm-hmm. out of the bank. Everybody. I was watching, um, I was on Twitter yesterday and there was a, can't remember the bank in California. They had like lines. People, It's raining. People were outside in lines in the rain. hundred people to get their money out of that bank that bank doesn't have enough money to pull all those deposits and then another bank doesn't have the money to pull all those deposits and another bank doesn't have the money to pull all those deposits so what does that do to the financial market as a whole it's gonna crash it and this is like a totally opposite crash and what happened in 2008 it was bad lending then this is just it's it's different and this is a this is credit propped up against old ways to make money like real estate and other stuff that's just currently not turning well. So uh, pardon me. We talked a lot about this, but do either of you know why this collapse happened? I don't think we 
define that. And if we did, maybe I just, for some reason, didn't understand what you were saying. Because that's that's the big thing for me is like, what caused this actual collapse? I just know about the fallout and how other businesses are impacted. I'm thinking about that whole area of Silicon Valley. I talked to a friend in the industry recently, and the thing with with all these tech guys, especially like software developers, um, and and especially the ones that are literally in Silicon Valley or the Bay Area, they don't care as much about salary. I mean, they do, right? So, a hundred and a hundred and fifty thousand dollars for a software developer in Texas is it, it's good money. No, it's good it's money. It's good. very good money, especially with things are how cheap they are there. Conversely, you go to Cali, anywhere in it, 150K is like, it's good, but it's not great. Like it's, it's livable. So those guys are probably looking upwards to about what? 200K, right? Yeah. But the biggest thing that these guys are trying to do is they're looking for RSUs. They're looking for the stock options. So they're like, they'll say, hey, here's a salary. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's cool. But what are your stock options? Because what a lot of these companies are, or these developers are trying to do is get in with a company that's about the IPO. So if they get in early enough with a startup yeah. and then they go public, they're due for a massive payday. With a situation like this, that might, these guys that have been trying to hustle that game for a while, yeah. that may not be a thing for a lot of companies anymore, man. So just to answer your question a little bit earlier. So basically what they did was they bought up like tens of billions of dollars worth of um, like U.S. Treasury and government backed mortgages. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way that you get your money back, all of those, it's like long-term investments. You have to wait for that interest to kick in. You get all that money back, right? Right. So they did that. And then like Carr mentioned, rates dropped. Yes. Right. I, yep. So they, tr- when you sell them and you don't wait for the long-term money coming, you're selling at a loss. Yeah. So they're selling at a loss first, first. And then coupled with that, okay, they started having less people put deposits into the bank and more people take money out. So they're losing money from the uh, investments that the bank made in those mortgages and stuff. And then they're losing money because they're not having anybody put money into the bank and everybody's taking money out. They're burning cash out. So all of their money, it's just, it just drops. You know what I mean? The definition yeah. of bad business, more yeah. money going out than coming in. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Okay. At the end of okay. it. So they're losing billions in that. They're losing billions from people not putting their deposits in. Um, like he said, you know, you have the guy that puts in a hundred thousand dollars that pays for the guy that puts in $10,000 and that pays for the guy that puts in a thousand dollars that evaporated. They're losing money on that other game and it all just kind of came to a head. Okay. Thank you for, thank you for that clarification. And I'm sure that'll help our listeners, man. That that was really, really succinct. Thank you. So yeah, that's, uh, that's scary, man. Uh, It's really scary. And then again, going back to my friend that's in the industry, I was speaking with, you know, thinking about those people and you people, you know, in that, in in that area, you know, I wonder how that's going to change the landscape going forward. I guess, I guess startups are going to be more cognizant of their CFOs and how they're managing their money. Oh, sure. Cause you know, I bet they get like sharks. I get they. I bet they get CFOs that are real seasoned and stuff that know how to pop a startup and then move on to the next one. Mm -hmm. There's probably some really aggressive business tactics that take place with propping themselves up against banks that do these kinds of things. Yep. You know, and, and then, then the, think about the venture capitalists that are going to, cause I think you mentioned them earlier yeah. that are going to say, you know, who are you banking with? That's going to be probably a required question now. Yeah. Right. I mean, not that they could have foresaw this coming, but yeah. I think they're going to want to know how, if they're not already asking this, how diversified is your portfolio? Yeah. So that's going to be the big thing, you know? Yeah. It's just going to be a change on how to actually raise money for startups. I think there's going to be a different playbook for that. I think that's what will change because uh, betting up against uh, guaranteed dollars from, from 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 insured banks like that, I don't think that'll be such a reliable thing anymore. Dang. Because number two, biggest like fall, like that's a big sign for showing that that business model won't be sustainable despite, you know, having a startup, having an IPO, having a good run when you get a chance to get big enough to diversify, like you got to get money to make money. And this is the old way to do things. But now with the way the climate changes with everything, I think 
that will have to change. Something will have to change in the way things are. are yeah, are. people are going to start really either branching out with the way they do their money or they're going to get very slim with the way they invest. Yeah, or there might just be more private investing on that side. I mean, you always got a private investor when you got a startup company, but that might just lean more heavily into those kinds of things without without maybe gambling with the bank. I don't want to put it that way, but that's what kind of it seems yes. like because you know, startups fail and they succeed. Yeah, you know, but, absolutely. But it's nice to have something that you feel like is secured, which I think won't be going forward. Yeah. You know, because it comes out of our pocket if we're bailing them out. Ultimately. Well, that's, yeah. And that's, that's you hit you hit on something there, Carr, that yeah. I was thinking, you know, as you guys were kind of laying this out for me. It's like, what's the government going to do? You know, how much, how, well. They're not going to let Roku lose 400 exactly. billion or million dollars. They had 400 million and they're not going to just let that go. I mean, I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about like, uh, how much is the state going to be involved? How much on a federal level? Because, I mean, I say state because it is Silicon Valley. This yeah. is a, it's yeah. based out of California. But F, <laughs> federal, yeah, and F- FDIC. FDIC. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, so it's like they're, they're going to have to step into and, and, you know, are we as consumers, we as regular people? Is that going to have any major impact on our taxes and things of that nature going forward? Well, we'll see. We'll see what it does to the market as a whole. The yeah, tax market man. as a whole. This is going to be one of those things that we can't come back next week and talk about, but maybe in two or three months, yeah, follow up and see what the the fallout of it was or what it's lining up to be because it's going to be months and months. You're going to have legislation. People, you know, you're going to oh, have yeah. you're going to have all the stuff that has to come in. You're going to have. Um, what are those hearings? You know, yeah. there's going to be a lot to come from this. So have different lobbies kind of going for different kind of solutions. And mm-hmm. it, yeah, it fell down in two days, but it's going to take like a half year to a year for it to like, just to even get to any step towards us. Yeah. Right. You know, and you and I both work for a financial institution, you know? Yeah. So it's like, I'm sure probably about nine months from now, there's going to be training for stuff like this mm-hmm. and there's going to be all types of regulatory changes. I was and, about to say a lot of changes. It's yeah. Been, a lot of They just went through man. a lot of regulatory changes. Right. And it's just, uh, yeah, man. That's yeah. the name of the game. Yeah, Finances man. Change. We'll see. We'll see how this goes, man. That's a, uh, oh man. No, that's a, uh, a crash. <laughs> if you want to talk about a wave. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That one hit the shore with force. <laughs> Oh, brother. (laughs) Nice. Mm. Well, fellas, I think that'll about do it. What say you? I say that's it, man. As always, it's a pleasure to ride the wave with y'all. Thank you for your time and your ear. Yes, yes. So I'm not going to leave y'all with a call to action this time around. I'm just going to say thank you all for your listening and your support. We've said a lot where you can find us. Stay tuned. To be other ways you can find us. We'll elaborate on that at a future date. But uh, until next time, I'm going to say eat, drink, and be merry. Nah, I'm playing. Stay wavy. <laughs> Stay yeah. wavy. Shout out to the wavy babies. Until next time. Peace. <laughs>